Brandon Brands. Hey, what's up, everyone? This week on Brands on Brands and Brands, we talk about building your coaching toolkit, the tools you'll need to help more people. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I do appreciate you being here on our Top 100 Marketing Podcast, and we've been blessed here to feature the world's leading minds in marketing and entrepreneurship, keynote speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, top podcasters, people that are out there changing the game and making real impact in the world. Why? Well, because if you don't have a brand that people care about, if you aren't doing something that actually matters to people, then you're not going to be around for for too long. Your business is going to be commoditized and you will find that you're, you're chasing the bottom on price. So what we choose to focus on is how do you build something that actually helps people, changes their lives, makes an impact, and creates a meaningful experience so that you matter to them. That's what we're about. That's my rant for this morning. But what I am actually here to talk about today is the idea of your personal brand, how to build the tools and resources you need to help people more dramatically. And every coach needs a toolkit. Every personal brand needs their approved used things that they've tried, their tried and true methods, their point of view on what works to help them in their business and the thing that they're trying to solve. So I'll dive into that more. But first, if this is your first time listening to the show, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Uh, You can find out more about the show, about me, how to join my insiders group and get emails every week when new shows come out and new content comes out all at brandonbrands.com. And also plenty of freebies there, plenty of resources, plenty of ways to contact and reach me directly. I'd love to schedule a 15, 20 minute meeting with you to understand what you're about, whether that's a little bit of free podcast coaching advice, helping you figure out your idea, or it's helping you think about the first marketing strategy you've built for your business and things you can do to set priorities, to focus on what's going to move the needle in your business so that you can get out there and get it done yourself and make the right decisions and not waste money chasing the wrong thing. So that's what I'm here for. That's how I help people. And let's get into it. This whole season has really been about my personal branding framework for helping people. So what I've explained, if you want to go back, this idea started to formulate back in episode 74. We're now at episode 113. Excited to be here. But in episode 74, I first laid out what that personal branding framework is, how it works. And in season two launch, which is episode 94, I laid it out again in more detail. But basically, it's you have to create a message, build a community, and make an impact. One, two, three. Have a message, build a community, make an impact. 
And the messaging helps you find your voice and become known for something. The community brings people together so that you can engage and talk to them and help figure out what their problems are, ask them what their problems are. And the impact piece is that you are figuring out solutions to those problems based on your experience and things you've tried. So that's the model for me. That's the Brandon Brands personal branding framework that we've been walking through every show, every solo show this season has been on this and diving deep into that. We've been focusing these last couple shows on the impact piece of it, how to have more impact in your coaching business. And last episode 111, we talked about frameworks, how to build a coaching framework, how to actually understand how to help people consistently by building a framework that is yours, that's ownable, that you can execute every time. This week, we're talking about tools and resources, your tool bag, your toolkit that you bring to people to help them. And on the next coaching show, we're going to get into the value exchange, how to make a difference in people's lives. So diving deep this week into tools and resources, let's get into it a little bit more. What is it that you're going you're gonna to have in your tool bag to help people? What is that going to be? What are those, those lists of resources and why is that important, right? So let's get into that first. Well, when someone comes to you and they want to have help in some way, shape, or form, they're not only going to need some good advice and your special way of doing it, they're also going to want to know, how do I get there faster? How did you do it? And when you start to look back at what you do, I bet there's a lot of resources that you used to move you along. I bet you there's a lot of tools you use every day in your business that you think are very normal that everyone knows how to use. But maybe someone who's starting out doesn't know what to pick. And you did the research way back when, when you got started on which tool to use, and they haven't done that yet. So what you are offering is a fast pass. It's a fast pass, a quicker way to getting from A to B without them having to do the research themselves and solve these problems again. You've already done the work. Why not share it with them and say, well, here are the tools that I use. Here's my trusted vendors. Here's my resources. Here's how I did it so that you can just start there and get moving faster. When you can do that, you've saved them a ton of time, which is a massive value to them right off the bat. And they trust you because you're using these things yourself. So a lot of us use these things every day. So why not go ahead and make that list, create the resources, create those tools, those templates so that other people can benefit from that. And I'll be honest, when you start creating these things, Sometimes you take it for granted too. You just do these things as a habit every time. But if you actually create a template, you're making your own business faster while creating resources that you can build into your coaching business. So there's massive value all around. There's no reason not to do this as soon as possible. It's going to help everyone out. And that resource sets you apart from the rest of the competition out there. So let's get into what these three things could be. So I, I like to categorize these into three things. It's for me, your tools and resources can be thought of in three ways. One is your favorites. Two is your templates and three is your skill builders. And we'll get into each of those. So your favorites, your favorites are the things that you've done the work on testing different things, or at least reading in depth about different things and what the offerings are. So that when someone asks you, what should I use? You can just tell them, you know what? Like you can do all the research. Everything is kind of the same. I use this one because I also know that this one's a good one. Depends on how you want to use it, but that way they can decide, okay, well, based on what my coach told me or this person told me, I can just pick this one because I, I know that this is going to be you know, suitable for my needs. Because in most fields, there's going to be multiple options 
And most people just need to know like what's a good enough decision based on your experience. And that's going to help them. So figuring out your favorites and listing them and, and categorizing them and having a, a, a template that you could just send people, here's my links to where to get them so they don't have to go searching for them. Here's my list of things. So here's an example for me. When people want to know how to start a podcast, I have a ton of these resources already built. I get asked the same questions. Well, what equipment should I use? Well, here's my Word document, my PDF that shows these are the microphones you should use. Here's a link to where to buy them so you don't have to go searching for them. Here is the ear, the headphones you should buy. And I list the price and the link. Here is the, uh, if you want to have a boom arm so it doesn't make noise, here's the one you can buy on Amazon. Here's the microphone pop filter so that you don't have all these loud S's coming through. And optionally, if you want some extra things, here's some other things you maybe don't need or you, if you want to add them to your program, you can have them as well. You know, here's some other things that I use every day. So I have like an equipment list and that helps people quickly move through and just make the decision like buy, buy, buy. Okay, cool. I want to get started. What's it going to cost me? And they can eyeball it and say, okay, I understand what resources I'm going to need and I can budget for that and have a better sense of what this stuff really is going to cost and what do I need versus not need. I'll tell you, anytime you make a purchase decision, there's, I'm sure, 10 other extra things you could buy that maybe you don't need, maybe you do, but you don't know. So you'd love someone to tell you, what do I actually need just to get started or if I want to get started and do this like for the long term, I want to buy everything. Like what would you get that's just, just tell me everything because I want to just do it all now. People appreciate that. So you building that list right off the bat is helpful. Not only that, think about all these uh, other resources you use on a daily basis. I have a lot of softwares I use, a lot of programs and tools for marketing, an email marketing system, a, a creative tool template, and uh, hosting providers for my podcast. I have all these different uh resources I use, whether it's softwares or applications or whatever it is. And having those recommendations is just as useful, those favorites as well. And the reason it's useful is the same thing as the tools. People want to just jump ahead and know, but also think about it this way. As you start to recommend something over and over and over again, you actually start, it's a tool that you use all the time. So number one, if they have questions, they can just ask you, hey, how do you use this thing? And whether that's built into your training or not, it's one more piece of value you're giving them. Well, I use this thing all the time. Here's what I do, which is what they want to do. What'd you fill in this form here? Or how'd you set up this thing? Well, since we're using the same software, I can tell you, you don't have to go and you know Google it or ask someone. You can just ask me, I'll take you through it. It's one more layer of value that you offer because you use these things, the same thing as them, and you've been using it longer. So by default, you have more experience and can help them with it. So you're building extra areas of expertise that you can help people with because they're just using the tools that you use. And even better than that, a lot of these tools and softwares you can build affiliate relationships with. And A, you are able to now offer a discount on these services to your clients and you can get a, a little bit of referral money from that too. I mean, it's not gonna be tons of money, but every dollar counts. And if, you know, if they're gonna pay it anyway because they need to buy a resource, you both might as well benefit. So that's a win-win for everybody uh, on everyone's side. So building those relationships are great. I'm not saying you to do that right off the bat, but you should at least start building the resources and the familiarity with them to know, like, these are the things that you can use, that I use, that I vouch for, that I know work. And it removes all the fear and doubt and confusion that comes when people are trying to learn something new. And the more you can make it just a simple win, an easy process, the more likely these, uh, the, the people you bring into your world are going to have real transformations. 
you're removing the hurdles, the fear, the things that make things hard, and you're giving them quick wins that say, oh, great, now I know. So boom, 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 I know exactly what I need. And that clarity alone is super valuable and really important for people to, to have. So that's the first one. You have to have your favorites. The second thing is you need to build out templates. You need to have things that people who are going to be doing it for the first time, they can refer to and say, well, how did you do it? And you can walk them through. Well, here were my steps. Here is the form that I use. Here is how I go through and think about these things. And I can give you an example. I mean, a template would be something like, for me, I, you know, we do a lot of interviews and podcasts. So what is your template for a good interview? Like what types of questions do you walk through? Or here's another one. When you are coming up with your target audience, your, your perfect avatar, your perfect customer, what are the questions you need to answer to fully describe that customer well? Well, here's my template for that. Or, hey, Brandon, how do you reach out to these high-quality guests and get them to be on your show? Like, I just want to know what to say in the right order to get a more likely chance of them saying yes. Well, here's my email template. Here's the actual things I say that you can work into your own business. I use these things all the time. I'm like, hey, I want to go on more podcasts and you know become a guest. Okay, what's the template for a bio? How do I actually write a bio in a way that's effective that other people are using? Because for most of these things, there are a hundred ways to do it. And you just want to follow a model, a model that's been proven successful. And if you as a coach can offer that model, uh, it's hugely valuable to your clients. So think about that. How can you build a template that you use in your business that they can then just model and skip the, the learning curve on that as well? So that's, that's templates for you guys The you know, the, if you guys can get out there and build things for them that they can use on a daily basis that they can use, like, and sometimes it's like the whole thing of, you don't know what you don't know. You can explain to them, well, here's the templates you're going to need. And if they, they didn't even know that they needed these things, but they see that, wow, like you're opening their eyes to the things they didn't even know they needed. So for podcasting, as an example, there's uh, you know, we have a pre-show checklist. So knowing like even knowing that, oh my God, I should have something that I consistently do every time I start a show when a guest comes on is important. And oh my God, why is this important? Well, because it builds consistency into your program. It lets the guests know that you're a professional and you have confidence going in because you know exactly what you're going to do to start the show. That little thing, maybe they wouldn't have thought of, but because you've built it for them and you use it on your own, your own product, your own service, your own show, whatever that is, your own content, you know that it works for you and you have built it. Now they can build it too. And those templates are huge. So that's the number, the second one. The first was favorites. The second is templates. The third is skill builders. So let's talk about this for a minute. Skill builders are the things that you know that everyone who hasn't done something for the first time, they need to practice. So, and that's true for anything. Anything you do is going to be bad the first time. So your opportunity to create spaces for people to practice the things they need to be better at to successfully accomplish what you're trying to do together is huge. You got to give them a safe space to get things wrong and work the kinks out, right? So for me, giving someone a space to practice interviewing or to run through interview questions and we look through it together and say, this is what I would change. Those kind of skill builders are great. I know what's important for a podcast. Well, you have to have good interview skills. Can you teach that? Yeah, actually you can. You can teach them that there are certain things that make more sense to ask that lead to better conversations. So that's a skill that I can teach time and time again. 
and through these different you know levels of of uh, you know you look at every stage in your process and you say okay at this level what's the thing I need to know now what's the skill I need to know now actually looking at your business and saying what does someone need to do to be successful at this how can you help develop that is important so what I tell a lot of people too is just start recording I'm like now that you've gotten going just start recording episodes um, because in you recording episodes if you didn't have clarity before you'll start to find your voice. And guess what? You don't have to release all these episodes. You getting in the process of creating them will start to help you get used to that that, that system of creating. So it's a skill that we are building together. And uh, even getting the, the process of going through and writing out what your show intro is and defining what your show is about. Uh, these are skills that we develop so that you start to understand what you stand for and how you explain your shows to other people. Because once you have a show, you start to ask, people start to ask, well, what do you do? What's your show about? Whatever those questions are. And us going through the exercise of defining your show really helps you understand how to explain it to other people. It's another skill. Being able to present yourself and what you're about is a skill. So you got to look for those opportunities. What are the skills that you're, the thing you're teaching, what are the skills that are valuable in doing it really well? Because you don't just want them to be able to do it. You want them to be able to do it well uh, and you want them to be able to get there quicker than you did having to figure these things out by stumbling through it. And every time that you give them something where you made a mistake and they can do it faster and skip that mistake, you're adding tremendous value. And you're hearing me say that word over and over and over again, because that's what this is all about. If you want to make an impact in someone's life, you want to actually create transformation, you have to give value. And now that value is comes through when you give them these tools and resources that move them forward faster get them past the stumbling blocks and get them to where they have a better starting point, more skillful starting point without making all the mistakes. And skill builders is another great way to do that. So favorites, your favorite things, templates, the things that they can just start using and and re uh, revising into their own voice and skill builders, you're actually training them on the things that they can do well. And here's an example. So we talked about the podcast a lot, so I'm going to keep using that example, right? Here's my like list of things that fall into this tools resources group just for this, uh, you know, kind of a small piece of it. I talked about the equipment list. We have an equipment list. We have a pre-show and post-show checklist, the conversations you have with the guests before and after the show. We have an interview question template, you know, that we look through like this is the right way to run an interview according to the brand and model. And then we look through their questions and we go through that together. We have we have the interview model. We have an avatar worksheet. You know, we look through how do you define who your listeners are and find the right people for your show. We have a, you know, a clarity worksheet, which is figuring out what you stand for and what you're different. How do you position yourself? So you're not just like every other podcast in the market. We have an intro scripting model because everyone should have an intro to their show that's consistent, that tells their story and quickly expresses what the show's about to let people know why they should listen. So we have an intro script uh, model that you can follow. There are a list of referrals for preferred partners that we work with, hosting providers for the podcast, email marketing providers, show uh, cover art partners, graphic designer partners, literally the list goes on, you know, all my preferred partners, editing partners, and we have guest reach out templates, you know, the the actual emails we write to you. So all these, these resources for one coaching class, right? And I didn't have all of them to begin with, but as I started working through the program with people, I would build these things to help them. And now I have a new resource for people. And everything you add into the business is one more thing that sets you apart 
and, and helps people move through faster and become, you're a more helpful coach along the way. And all of these pieces put together contribute to the impact you're having in someone else's life. And now, can't explain that enough, but if you can start building those things one by one, just go through the process. Like I said in, the, in episode 111, when I talked about framework, when you're actually going through and trying to optimize and test the things you're doing and you're working one person at a time, every time you work through something with someone, write it down, make it better, and then make it repeatable. And as you're doing that, you'll say, oh, I need a tool here. I need a resource here. So the way to do it isn't to try to outthink it. I know you guys, some of you analytic types like myself are out there trying to overthink everything and say, how do I plan this out from the beginning? So my very first coaching experience is perfect. If you do that, it'll never get started. Best thing I can tell you is get out there, get one person that's willing to work with you for free and help them and walk through what you think your coaching program is with them. And then when you do that, start to build these models and templates. And then if you don't, if you're not confident again yet, do it with one more person for free and walk them through it now that you've built some tools and some models and that you have the framework built. And after that, feel it out, like decide, okay, am I, at this point, am I ready to, to try to uh, work with someone on a paid basis at maybe a low discounted cost in like a beta group? Or do I wanna work it through one more time? Do that work and, because you trying to plan it out might take you months, but you working through it with an actual person could take you days. And that's what you need because that confidence, that, uh, that idea of executing something and being in the work, engaging in the work, will create the clarity you need. It's not through ideating and through uh, writing things down will you create clarity. It's not through brainstorming will you create clarity. It's through actual work. Engagement creates clarity. Get out there, do the work, figure out what's working, and then you'll be clearer on how you help people and how to do this the right way. And that will build confidence that you wouldn't believe. That's the best thing I can give for you guys today. Again, in episode 115, which will be coming up in a, in a couple episodes, we'll dive into the value exchange piece of it, which will conclude the impact piece of the personal branding framework. And I hope you guys look forward to that. And again, go back, listen to all the episodes. Let me know what you guys think. If you are finding value, if this is changing the way you do business, all I ask is that you go to Instagram, take a picture of this episode, go to Instagram, post it, tag me in it. Let me know that you're listening. Let other people know that it's helping you. And uh, it's the biggest thing you can do for me so that this show grows, so that we have more impact in people's lives. We do it together. And you're always welcome to reach out to me. If you don't want to do this alone, I'm here to help. You can always reach out to me on the website. There's a way to click to say hey to me, and we can schedule time to work together. Or you can always go to brandonbrands.com slash apply and fill out a form and we'll schedule a call. Whatever you need to do, happy to help or just keep listening for that free information. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening and I will catch you next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandonbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandonbrands.com.